Thanks for being with us on Community Matters. Richard Pyatt here. Saturdays, WBCK after the 8 o'clock news or anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Made possible by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Not kidding about that, BattleCreekPodcast.com. Go there, you'll find all of our episodes. Maybe you missed one or you would like to share one on social media. Invite you to do that. Tell your friends about it. Share some information that you think is useful for others. Over the past few programs, we've talked about electric vehicles, you may have noticed, and an intent over the next several programs to attempt to educate folks more about them and the direction we're heading as it relates to the future of mobility. Are we dedicating the whole hour of every show about this? No, certainly not. But people are curious myself included. Are we ready right now to entirely abandon our gas-powered vehicles for EVs? No. And by the way, that's not going to happen. We're not going to do that. We'll have a mix of both EVs and gas-powered cars in the future. We're also not ready because there's not enough EV infrastructure out there now to charge EVs for everyone. We all had one. Maybe you even read that story recently about the U.S. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, a name that probably rings a bell, who set out with an entourage on a road trip that included EVs. Well, let's just say they ran into some challenges when trying to charge those EVs on their trip on at least one occasion. But in my mind, the best approach is to gather as much information as we can about the subject, and that's the way we operate here on Community Matters, purposeful informative discussions. And that's what we intend to do uh, as it relates to EVs. In fact, we've already talked and we'll talk more with Vince Pavone and others at Lakeview Ford Lincoln about the EV journey and opportunities you'll have to try one out for yourself. Vince mentioned in his last visit with us, they'll have Mustang Mach-E's and F-150 Lightnings in the community, giving folks a chance to try them out. And uh, maybe you missed it. If you weren't with us last week, we visited with Luke Wilson, an example of a person not at all in favor of becoming an EV owner who has now become a convert. In fact, his 2022 Mach-E, 2022 Mach-E, already has 30,000 miles on it. I met Luke at the Metro Cruise in Grand Rapids, where he'd situated his Mach-E in a display of gas-powered, more traditional Mustangs gathered by the members of the West Michigan Mustang Club. We ended up talking quite a bit about how he's approached EV ownership and how he and his family have integrated it into their motoring lives. Of course, the EV is not their only car, and the way things are right now, that's probably the best thing. Anyway, you can hear those episodes at battlecreekpodcast.com. And by the way, that's what we really want to know, right? How could we make practical use of EVs when there isn't an electric filling station, quote-unquote, on every corner, and it doesn't take five minutes to, quote, fill her up? But, ask me, we're going to get there. So, I want to try and satisfy my own curiosity about EVs, and maybe yours too. I'm going to spend a few weeks attempting to drive a Mustang Mach-E from Lakeview Ford on all my trips. 
Now, I'm a home-based worker these days, so I don't travel daily back and forth to work. But I still manage, on average, to put about 800 to 1,000 miles a month on my vehicle. The question is, can I do that with an EV, figure out the charging and the potential extra time it'll take to accomplish that, and still go everywhere I need to go conveniently? We're going to give it a try, and I'm going to report back to you on how that's gone. The Mach-E example I'm driving now is a mid-level model with a standard range battery, no extra equipment. It's considered premium rear-wheel drive. Overall, though, electric cars, I have to say, have a premium feel, really going all the way back to the Chevy Volt. Drove one way back when. I'd driven a Tesla once, and now this one, they do have a premium feel to them. The standard battery in this example has a range of about 220 miles on a full charge. So we're going to get right to it. Today, I'm going to drive to Detroit and back with the Mach-E. Leave fully charged from southwest Michigan, drive to southeast Michigan, recharge somewhere along the way, and get back. I'll let you know how it goes. I honestly am like most people who have EV interest but aren't sure or maybe you don't even have EV interest, but this is what comes up. Range anxiety is the number one concern, right? Yep, that's mine too. Nobody wants to be stranded with a dead battery and no way to charge it. I can already give you some early impressions on the Mach-E, though. I took delivery of it with about a 70% charge on the battery, drove it around some, and brought that down to about 50% range. I plugged it in in that first night in my garage on a standard outlet, which is really considered a trickle charge for an EV when you compare it to faster chargers. But one of the things I learned from other EV owners is we shouldn't discount that trickle charge in our own garage from a standard outlet. It can give you a bump in your range. So in 12 hours, I gained about 50 miles of range just from plugging into a standard outlet. Later on, I went to a DC fast charger. I didn't really need to, but I was curious about it and I wanted to learn about it quickly. So that's the fastest charger you can plug into. I went from about a 50% charge to an 80% charge in about 20 minutes and it cost me a little over 11 bucks, about $0.48 cents a kilowatt hour. Now, there's other places to get it cheaper, uh, but that's what it was at that particular location at that particular time. Clearly, during my few weeks with the Maki, we'll be trying to come up with some impressions of this experience, and I'll be sharing it with you here on Community Matters. I can tell you, the things that impress people about EVs also impress me, like the torque, holy cow, instant power, and quiet, wow. So, thanks to Lakeview Ford for the opportunity, and if you're curious enough, stop on by at Dickman and Washington downtown and check one out.